When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time once again for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, uh, I've seen so many people jumping into the botanical method aquarium for the first time in the last just few months. It's it's really incredible. It's almost like it's a, like a renaissance. I guess as we're getting towards spring, people are trying new things. I don't know what it is, but it's very exciting to see. And with a few years of experience under our sort of collective belts here as a community of botanical method aquarium enthusiasts, we're definitely starting to see a lot of opinions, techniques, and yeah, tangible benefits that might be more than a coincidence. A lot of people ask me about this. They say, Scott, well, what's the benefit of starting one of these tanks? Well, let's talk about it. Well, for example, not too long after we started, you know, offering botanicals, this is back in 2015. Uh, fellow hobbyists would report stuff like, you know, my fish look more colorful, they're more active, or most interesting of all, we'd see some people that would say, I had more spawning from like my epistos, for example. Now, at first, I attributed this to a lot of things, sheer coincidence of timing, ongoing expert care from the, the hobbyist, extra attention paid to the fishes because, you know, you just did a tank makeover or whatever, or some other random factors. I wasn't saying, ah, it's the botanicals, even though in the back of my mind, I thought, mm, there must be something there. And then we noticed a pattern to these reports of good stuff, specifically with fishes like apistos, certain catfishes, guarmies, wild betas, some caracins. You'd hear about them and I'd see them displaying much more intense colors soon after they acclimated to the new conditions. And it, it happened so frequently that I no longer think it's sheer coincidence. In fact, after a few years, by like 2016, 2017, I mean, I'd known about this from personal experience for years, but after around 2016, 2017, it was just old hat. I mean, we would hear this all the time from customers. And I think it's a tangible result of providing our fishes, which evolved in perhaps softer, more acidic, even blackwater habitats, conditions that are more conducive to their health and their natural behaviors. And this is not exactly earth shattering in terms of, you know, botanical materials creating positive impact for fishes. We all know, you know, a lot of hobbyists, cichlid people, beta breeders, killi breeders, even some kerosene guys uh, have used materials like peat moss and catapa leaves and stuff like that for years to induce breeding. What I think is different nowadays is that we are incorporating the botanical materials as a permanent part of the environment for the fishes, not just part of the the spawning process or the preparation for spawning. We're building the aquarium system around the needs of the fishes and the botanicals are a key part of the system, the environment. The biosha is created around these materials. And I think that the manifold benefits of tannins and humic substances for our fishes as confirmed by scientific research over the past decade or so are starting to play out more regularly as we continue to utilize materials containing these substances in our aquariums. Now, sure, you could keep things ridiculously simple and use a, you know, a tea made from the, the, the boiling leaves or whatever, or commercially available black water extracts or whatever, and derive many of the same 
you know, potential benefits for your fishes. Certainly possible, and you don't have all the detritus and so forth, but you're missing that whole biological component. You're missing some of the behavioral benefits that the fishes are going to get by being around a structure or physical structure environment that they're used to, the one that provides function as well as benefits, uh, excuse me, as well as aesthetics. I remember uh, our friend Mark Tucanardi um, wrote a really good guest blog on that very subject in the tint for us a few years back. Probably look it up. It's interesting stuff. His observation is pretty straightforward, and the implications are important. Fishes adapted to living in habitats replete with botanical materials on the substrate and into the water column will simply respond in a more natural way to the presence of these materials. So in this way, the botanical items provide shelter, territory, feeding, and spawning surfaces, and just a natural environment for a wide variety of fishes. And I think that we're seeing a gradual but very tangible evolution in how we keep our fishes, and the benefits are becoming increasingly more apparent. And I think we'll see more benefits when we breed and rear our fishes in water conditions provided by, you know, the botanical materials as well, leaf litter, for example. That's an area that even though we've been talking about it for years, it really needs to be more thoroughly studied. And I'd love to see more breeders work on this, uh, rearing fishes in botanical method aquariums. And if you're contemplating rearing your fry in the same botanical influenced environment that the spawning took place in, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what, how it's going for you, how the fishes are doing, if you've noticed any difference at all in the you know, success of the spawns, etc. It's interesting stuff. And I think it's, your feedback would be super important to help advance the state of the art in botanical method aquariums. The other area that you're probably going to see more and more interesting and tangible benefits from will be in the handling of wild acquired fishes along the short custody chains from source to hobbyist with the fishes acclimated and maintained in hobbyist replicable botanical influenced conditions while being held for sale. How cool would that be? Actually having leaf litter beds and so forth. I know that the practical applications of having a decomposing leaves and so forth uh, in a pet, in an aquarium store or a pet shop, it's challenging and could be potentially tricky to understand, but I think it would be really interesting to see how, for example, your cardinal tetras would do in a tank full of oak leaf litter or something like that. And if they'd acclimate easier to captivity than the ones that are brought in and just thrown in a, you know, bare bottom display tank or whatever. The long-term benefits of this practice, I feel, will be well worth the slightly higher expense and effort and maybe the weird aesthetics involved. Like everything we do in the hobby and the industry, time, patience, and commitment, and the, you know, those are the variables to success. Now, no discussion of botanical benefits would be complete without the usual caveats to be responsible, to prepare things thoroughly, to move slowly and observe and test your water. Fishes like apistos, for example, can be notoriously finicky and even delicate if they're subjected to rapid environmental changes. Botanicals do not create a miracle tonic that'll make every fish thrive, but they can provide some very interesting benefits if applied with common sense. Now, when you're switching over a long-established existing aquarium to a botanical method aquarium with a, perhaps a lower pH and all this decomposing material and fungal growth and all this stuff, you're making a significant environmental change that can impact the health of your fishes in the short run, and you need to move really slowly and really carefully. That admonition aside, the opportunity and the potential to create real tangible and beneficial changes to the way we keep and breed our fishes from specialized environmental niches is just too great to pass up. I encourage experimentation. 
the extra dedication and the care required to initiate these changes in your existing tanks and to maintain them on an ongoing basis is so worth it, in my opinion. So really, my whole point of this little little rant here today is just to continue to encourage you to work together with with fellow hobbyists, observe, experiment, and most important, share the interesting and perhaps evolutionary changes that applying our knowledge of botanical method aquariums can bring to the hobby and to the industry. It's wide open for experimentation. I'm glad to have you aboard. Stay excited, stay dedicated, stay brave, stay creative, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on that next installment of The Tint.